0: What up, buzz? You tapped in?
1: Okay, goose, you tapped in too?
0: Alright, Chicago, y'all tapped in? Alright, boys, let's crack em. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ, Shot City, six rings, D-Rose, too big, too fast, too strong, history, and we good on that, put Jill on the track, and we good on whack three, two, one, everybody say Bulls on Tap, Bulls on Tap our city pretty and gritty benny the boy in the crowd getting hyper and litty me i'm so drippy and slippery nothing offends me banners on banners we winners we got the stats in the news go and subscribe hang out with buzzy and goose tapping with us we the truth jilla just murdered the booth
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose aka Bulls Scripted. We're here to recap another loss. Game ain't over yet. Um but it's been <laughs> But, it's but been it's, over. It's been over, but it's like technically not over yet, but it's over. Uh to the Boston Celtics here. Uh second night of a back-to-back where the Bulls were absolutely just shellacked really i mean they were just beat down uh before we get into this episode be sure going on, on tapsportsnet.com for all your chicago sports literature and podcasting needs following us on twitter at bulls on tap and on tap sports following goose at bullscripted me at buzz on tap anywhere you can listen to podcasts you can listen to us five star rating and review because that's cool and tough also if you are watching on Facebook or Twitter, please go over to YouTube, on Tapsports.net, YouTube channel. Subscribe. Hop into the comment section with us. We always love chopping it up with everybody after every game or whenever we're just recording. If you're a betting person, go to BetRivers.com. Use promo code ONTAP. They will match up to $250 of your first deposit if you use that promo code. That's $500. If you put in $250, they put in $250. $500. That's a goof from goose, goose and I, gift from Goose and I. I can't even talk right to you. So BetRivers.com, promo code ONTAP. We got killed, man. Um, you Before we got on, you said we should start with something happy, and then we'll bitch and moan.
0: Um, <laughs> we'll actually I asked you which one we should oh, do Oh, right. First. Yeah, right. Which one should we do
1: first? So we are going to the playoffs for sure for the first time since 2017. We avoided the play-in, which is impressive with how the Bulls have been playing in the second half of the season after the All-Star break. It's, it's actually rather unbelievable. It really is, uh, but yeah. So I mean, we can share some excitement about that real quick. The Bulls are back in the postseason, and postseason basketball is always fun, uh, no matter what. Your team getting in the playoffs is, is always great. If you would have asked me two months ago, um, I would have said they would be a uh, one, two, or three seed, not a five or six seed. But here we are. That's that's what it is. Um, are you excited, or are you just kind of like get it
0: over with, man? It's hard not to be excited after what we've gone through mm-hmm. um, right now in this moment, after getting shellacked back to back by the two teams that we're probably most likely going to face in a first round series, just because the East is that good this year. We're not going to get away with an easy matchup. Either way, this cookie crumbles um, which is almost why it was a little surprising when we saw Zach and Demar tonight uh, in a sense. Um, and I'm sure we'll get into that. But it's just, yeah, I mean, you almost just kind of want it to be over with because you get the Lonzo Ball news today, no hope at all, uh, prepping for the 2022-2023 season. That, that that doesn't include this, this season's playoffs. Um, so no hope coming there. And in that tone, like, are you a little salty we didn't get a, a veteran point guard? That that we just assumed that Lonzo was gonna be back and that we didn't prioritize finding a veteran uh, in the buyout market. Or
1: I uh, I gotta I got side with AKA Mark here. I, I don't think that they uh I don't think that they thought that was gonna happen. I thought I think they thought he was gonna come back and be alright. I really did. And unfortunately, I I mean I thought that. I know you thought that. They said when initially when the injury happened. It was a, well, a small I mean, meniscus tear. Re-
0: reverse, you look at the Boston Celtics, Robert Williams is out with a meniscus. I got Celtics fans telling me he's ready to rock for the first round. So, you know, obviously every injury is different. Um, and bodies
1: react different too. So, I mean, it, I don't think the Bulls saw this coming. With the emergence of Io DeSumo, knowing Caruso was coming back, you know, I, I think that they thought they had enough. Zach tweaking his knee in January, never returning to hundred percent. I mean, they, they just ran into a lot of roadblocks when it comes to that kind of thing. Where to like to go get a veteran presence or whatever to, to run the point. Um, Regardless of anybody they brought in, this team is so beat down. It seems, I mean, this is just the typical Chicago Bulls mantra of years past, even with the new regime and a new head coach. This is all of our star players are hurt and beat down. And th- this is where we're at right now. <coughs> um, it's unfortunate, but as much as I love Lonzo Ball, I don't think he makes too much of a big difference uh, with how they've been playing recently, with how Zach is been, and and all that kind. Of, and, and basically, the downfall of Nikola Vucevic.
0: Uh, I I don't know how See, effective is this be. downfall coming from the fact that this team is accepting that they probably known for a while that they're probably not getting Lonzo back. I, I mean, yeah, that's
1: definitely possible. I mean, it's because for sure this, possible. This
0: team is 27 and 13 with Lonzo Ball on a basketball court. 27 right. and 13 with Lonzo Ball. Top 10 defense, top 10, top 10 offense. offense. Yeah.
1: And those are things that championship teams are made of when you're in the top 10 in both of those categories.
0: Um, and obviously losing him, we treaded water for a decent amount of time, kind of kept it alive. Um, Damar kept it alive. But now it's it's sinking in w- with these shellackings and with the news that we're not getting him back. There is no one last hope uh, to, to save us. And it seems like the team's morale kind of reflects the fact that they feel like they don't have a chance anymore either. They're playing like they feel they don't have a chance anymore.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like – and I'm glad you kind of brought that up in the play. So that's what I kind of want to get into real quick is, is just – it feels lazy to me on the defensive end. We could, we've could have said that for a long time. I think you and I could both admit that after the Crusoe and ball went down initially, the defense completely changed here. Um, but the offense and the sloppiness over there and the ISO ball that you and I touched on in our last episode, uh, uh, the no movement, uh, just a bunch of what well, there was a possession in the first quarter tonight when Kobe white came into the game where Kobe got the ball at the top and literally did some dribble moves trying to get around Marcus Smart. No one moved. No one did a fucking thing. And just watched Kobe dance. Watch Kobe dance and chuck up a, like, little one-legged fader. And I'm just, like, sitting there watching this, and I'm like, why am I surprised? Because when you watch the Bulls go up and down the court, that's why they could barely break 100 these days. I mean, they're just –
0: it really is your turn, my turn, basketball. It Kelby is. White's the only one that gets in on the action because he's really the only one uh, outside of Zach in Demar, DeMar that's confident <laughs> enough to dribble that long. Um, because I will will only do that in transition, or he's moving the ball. Um, I mean, it,
1: it's unbelievable how stagnant things have gotten for their offense. Um, how sloppy things have gotten for their offense. The turnovers. The uh, I mean, just the.
0: There's no catch a basketball anymore.
1: That that too, and there's no cohesion. There, no one's. It doesn't seem together. It seems apart, and I don't know why that is. Um, it's really. And our buddy Chai Sports Fan just put out something that we've said a lot on this show, and I know that he believes this too. But they also got to start running again, even on potential fast breaks. We they slow it down too often. To run, I, right, and that's the thing. They're not stopping anybody, and that's and that's an issue. I mean, you can <laughs>
0: Well, who was missed more, Caruso tonight or Zach last night? Because I felt like we were more in the Bucks game without Zach last night. Not not that that's a good thing. Like if you have Zach, maybe you're actually in that game. But without one or the other, it almost feels like an even trade off. Because yeah, whatever way you spin it, you need ball that is defense like so bad. Um, you need that energy. You need that grit. Even when Caruso doesn't hit a fucking shot all night. You need what he brings to the table um, as much as you need the scoring because it is just your turn, my turn.
1: Yeah, that's uh it's just unbelievable all the way around. You know, um I think going into the postseason it's gonna be tough to accept that we finally got here and this is kind of the reality that we need to set sit with now. Um I don't, like I told you uh, on our last episode, which we, it wasn't a post-game our last episode. It was like really just in-depth having conversation. Uh, I don't know what they need to do to improve. Um, I was listening, I always listen to 670 to score in the morning, on the way to work. It's just a, you know, I've been doing it since I was a kid. You know, just turn on 670 to score and drive and wherever I'm going. I was listening to Molly and Haw. And the first caller I heard today uh, had, I thought it was a horrible point. But he called bitching about Billy Donovan and Billy Donovan not having these guys ready to play and Billy Donovan, um, you know, not utilizing talents. How come the offense is so stagnant? And I'm like, listen, like we need to pump the brakes for a moment and be thankful for the things that we do have with Billy Donovan here, which is number one, something that you pointed out the day he was hired, and that was credibility. That's number one. Number two, he helped bring a team. In his first year, that team looked. Very similar to the Jim Boylan team, and he had us fighting in for a play-in spot, even though we lost Zach. Billy, do- I don't think Billy Donovan is to a hundred percent blame. I think there's blame to go all around because that is when you're a team, that's what you're supposed to do—you share the blame. Um, but to, to solely put it on Billy D, I can't. I can't take that. I, I, I just I, I can't understand that. I think that uh, I think that that's kind of wrong. But on the other hand, where I'm going to play little devil's advocate here is. These guys are NBA players, man. How do they not know to not to move without the ball? Like it, Billy cannot be drawing this kind
0: of stuff up and just telling them give Demar the ball and get up the <laughs> Billy way. Billy is not going to the clipboard and writing cement. We're, right, we're one cement. <laughs> You're all gonna fucking stand there and watch. That's what we're, no, I mean he that can't is, be. No, that is not what Billy is telling them to do. Um, although. I guess in certain sets when Demar or Zach have the ball. I mean, I feel like Zach doesn't even really get the opportunities. Um, Zach is just the off ball spacer. Cause he's really our only three point shooter at this point. Vooch is sub 33%. Like he's Chris Dunn territory at this point and he's taking volume too. So it's ugly. Um, Zach's your only spacer. Um, as we touched on last episode, last 10, 15 games, Kobe White can't hit the broad side of a barn either. Um, so where you used to get a little respect from him, you can't even throw him out there for spacing. Um, it, I don't know because Javante Green seems to be the only one that knows how to cut and move and do anything without the ball on the offensive end of the floor.
1: It's so odd to me. And I look at Zach's performance tonight. Obviously, he didn't play last night against the Bucks, But another thing that our buddy pointed out here, he looked bad tonight. He shouldn't have played. I mean, two for nine, 0 for five, seven fucking points for a guy who's – I'm sorry, a guy that you want to give a max contract to. I know he's hurt. But I'm not saying don't give him the max contract because he only scored seven points. Shut him down so he doesn't hurt himself any fucking more. If he well, wants to give a shot for the playoffs, then go ahead.
0: But – Well, that's the question here. At this point, after these two shellackings, what is better for this team? I don't know. Like miracle style sprints work. Like Billy turns mean, Billy turns Tibbs instead of being player coach. And you, you make these guys play these last few games and like force them to try to get into a rhythm and force them to work this out. Or do you just go, you know what? At this point, I just need you guys available for the playoffs. Rest. Take the time off. Recalibrate, reset. You know, get your mental right because we're going to war. Like we're going to war. The playoffs yeah. are here. We we've secured a spot. It doesn't feel like it because these last 2 months have just been torture. Yeah. But we have a spot in the dance. Um, and we can't go to the dance looking like this.
1: No, because we
0: because this is this has been atrocious the last two games.
1: Right, and at this point, once again, we have avoided the play-in. So this is where you're at now. I don't get sit DeMar, sit Zach, sit Caruso, trot out Malcolm Hill, Kobe, those guys, let them fucking go out there. DJJ, yeah. Troy Brown Jr., let them go out there and play these last two games. Because you're either going to be going up. Kobe and
0: Vooch or- need to run the pick and roll and the pick and pop every single possession for the last few games to get in rhythm. Because I said we-
1: I Vooch too. Fuck it.
0: Fuck I mean, it. It, it, yes, you need to sit Vooch. Obviously, he's a veteran, but like that dude needs to find a rhythm too. I, but uh, it's obvious. Maybe Rust will
1: help him. I, I honestly because sure, he's him- old.
0: He's old. Maybe that's what he needs.
1: I, I, I don't know, man. Because where we're sitting right now, the Bulls are in the sixth seed. After they lose today, they're going to be forty-five and thirty-five. Okay. So we're going to be sitting sixth. You, you know, obviously it's going to be the three, six seed. So that's going to be either Milwaukee, Boston, or Philly. If you do get to the fifth seed, (laughs) it's either going to be fucking Milwaukee, Boston, or Philly. It just depends. So all of them have just beat the shit out of us all year. We've never been too well and beat. (laughs) Yeah, besides Boston. We got that one win against Boston. I think we got two maybe. I, I don't remember. I would no, have it's one. It was just one? Okay. It's but, again, don't, that's who you're going to have to go up against, man.
0: Well, yeah, and I I was talking shit this morning too. Like, yeah, Boston's definitely the most favorable. Like, if I could pick a team, I'd pick a – way Boston's playing right now, even without Robert Williams, like, I don't want to see them. Boots look scared of Al Horford tonight. I thought that was a matchup we'd have the advantage in. That, that didn't look like the case. Al
1: Horford tonight. didn't miss a fucking shot tonight.
0: He went it, it, seven neither, for seven. He did Brooke Lopez last night. <laughs> <laughs> it, it,
1: it's it's it wild. Hurts. It, it does. It hurts, man. It's fucking wild to me, the downfall. Now, I did see an interesting headline. I cannot remember the website that it was, but I, I just wanted to touch on this real quick because, I listen, we could sit here and spend time on us getting our ass whipped. We did that on Monday. Mm-hmm. When, when I got back from Florida, you and I recorded a show. We talked about how we've been. I'm not going to sit here and spend time on Milwaukee and Boston fucking us up. I just don't feel like it. I, I don't want to do it.
0: But that, that's what's in our future, too. Like I, we, I understand that. We'll be talking present, about that during playoff time. In the, in the so present and in the future, that's all we have to look at and talk about and think I don't, about right I don't, now, Buzz.
1: This, I don't this want shit to. is not good. I don't want to. I saw a headline, though. And it said the Bulls were the biggest surprise that turned into the biggest disappointment of the 2021-2022 NBA season. I think that is a bullshit, lazy headline. I I can't remember the the website that is. This team was slotted. This is something that we just need to remember real quick, okay? Before injuries set in, whatever. Whatever would have happened if everybody was fully healthy, we'll never know. We'll never know. But. This team went in from a non-playoff team to making a guaranteed spot in the playoffs this year. That is a win in my book. It is. It shows a quick turnaround with the front office that was able to make a quick turnaround to make Chicago basketball exciting again. I take that as a win. Do I want a championship? Yes. Do I want a first-round win? Yes. I want all of those things. I don't think it's very likely right now. I'm just being honest. I don't think we get past any of those teams that we just mentioned before, but I'm not ready to call this season a fucking monumental failure. I don't know about you. I'm not.
0: My thing is, what does this season answer? What questions does this answer for this front office? Because they went just about as far all in as they could outside of trading Patrick Williams and Kobe White. What we've seen from Pat has been a mixed bag. He got the start tonight. Didn't really see what we needed at all from Pat. Um, What does this mean? Did going all in on Zach Levine on this season, did the start of this season give you enough that, hey, we're healthy, we're going to run this back, we can do this, we're fringe contenders, we can at least get in the mix, we can mess somebody's season up, we could ruin it for them, we could steal a series from somebody that we're not supposed to in in a round two or you know sneak our way into the finals like how we felt early in the season? Are they riding that? Are they taking that? Or are they riding this half and going, shit? If everything's not perfect, if we don't have everybody healthy, this was the best roster we could put around Zach. Now we got to throw him the bag. Vooch is declining. We don't have the assets to get somebody better than Vooch to replace him. Like, where are they at?
1: That's a really good point. Yeah, that's scary. That that's scary moving forward. I I I don't. I'd like to think they'd ride the first half because of how exciting it was. Um, but I do side with what you just said, where it's like, fuck, man. Well, if The, it's the not... window
0: that was open may not have ever actually gotten open.
1: Right. Right. And that's scary. So you have a lot of tough decisions to make. I do – Firmly believe they're going to look for some. They're going to have to get some defense around here. If Zach is the guy, defense is going to have to be around him. Obviously, so are Lonzo. Talking,
0: are we talking Vooch and Patrick Williams for Rudy Gobert? Is that what you're telling me we're going to do?
1: I have no idea. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, it's just so far into the future. I, I don't know.
0: Oh, I know. I know. We're talking off season. And we still got a first round playoff series, which we we are going to get hyped for. I don't want people to think like that. That's that obviously no that's, no that's, that's the mood right now that's that's yeah. that's the topic at hand well, what
1: people are listening to understand is, is that we went through a literal roller coaster as chicago bulls fans this year we went from optimism to holy shit it's happening to uh oh, injuries but we're staying afloat so we're still like kind of on that middle line and then to a complete fucking downfall
0: yeah. And, and, and today you get the notification, or at least for me on my watch at work, that Lonzo Ball is not going to play again this season, which we kind of already knew yesterday and maybe a little bit even before that, just the way that it's been so hush, hush around him. Um, but you, you get that final dagger and then you have these two daggers in these back to back games against the teams that you're most likely to face in the first round. And it really is just it's draining. It's deflating, you know, you spend,
1: you know, we, we've only missed like eight shows, nine shows this year in total. Um, You know, obviously we, we love to do this after every game. And like I said, you watch, you watch the ebbs and flows and and how it all goes down. Then you start asking questions. You know, we could sit here and joke about fucking Nikola Jokic in 2023, or we could talk about DeAndre Ayton when we were laughing about that the other night or Rudy Gobert or whoever, whatever. But right now I don't know what the best move is to make because when they were fully healthy, they were clicking, but when they're not, they're not even close to being there. So that shows me right off the bat, it's not a complete team because you can't even stay somewhat afloat. And that I'm trying to answer Charles question here, Uh, aside from Lonzo and Caruso going down, what the hell happened to this team in the last two months? It's almost like all the facets are unrecognizable. I mean, I, Charles, I hate to, I hate to fucking play into the injury shit, but I'm gonna, I have to, I don't have anything else to say. Um, they played real well in the first half of the season. Um, I, I don't know if it was a favorable schedule. I don't know what, I mean, cause I, considering no, how. Went, I
0: think we came in with the top 10. I think we were like ninth. So we were on the, you know, I guess easier end of the top 10 uh, toughest schedules there, but we did have pretty tough schedule. Um, and I like you, I mean, I don't want to just blame injuries, but Lonzo and Caruso are like the identity of this team. When you have one-way stars like Zach and Damar and Vooch that really aren't great defensively, you need those tone setters, those energizers, and... We don't have that defense to offense that we had. Um, it's gone. Uh, we've got half court ISO, your turn, my turn. Okay, Kobe, you can try a little bit. Um, like, that's all we have going on right now. And Lonzo was your connector. He kept plays moving, he kept people moving because you knew when Lonzo was on the floor that the ball was going to find you, that if you moved, you were going to get the ball. Now, like, you feel like you move and you're just a distraction. You're getting in the way. Oh, no, I'm going to pull my man to Demar. Like, oh, no, Damar's cooking. I got to stay over here. Oh, Zach's cooking. Zach's going to go to the lane. If I pull my man there, he's going to get a double. I can't do that. Like, it's like everybody's scared to cut now. When when you had your connector there in Lonzo, everybody was willing to move.
1: Yeah. You yeah. had a reason to move. Right. It's it's definitely just a weird dynamic. I, I feel like, you know, the players going down and other players being inserted into the lineup. I mean, you got a couple of diamonds in the run, like Javante Green. You know, how fun was he, you know, uh, this season? I mean, just super, super fun. Played real well, um, considering what people thought caliber player he was. Um, again, we're, we will be more hype when the playoffs start. It's just kind of when you see the writing on the wall.
0: Hopefully the team's more hyped when the playoffs come because you have to be on the team feels like us right now. They are, they're deflated.
1: Yeah. I mean, you got, when you have fucking DeMar coming out and dropping 40 and you're not even in a competitive game. And then tonight you got, you don't even break a hundred and there's two players in your starting lineup. that got the double figures, you know, De, DeMar. And I think the other one was Vooch. Let me just check on that. I could be hundred percent wrong. I know it was DeMar for sure, but um, Let's see here. DeMar DeRozan, yeah, 16, and Booch had 13 on 13 shots. So, ah. they got a lot to figure out, man. Lots to figure out. It's unfortunate, but hopefully they can, uh, you know, just – if I'm Billy Donovan, I'm resting these guys. Uh, yeah, until no, I'm the telling them to
0: take them any vacation. Yeah. Playing don't. right now is just making it worse. Yeah. It's salt in the wounds. It's not – it's not Neosporin. It's salt, man. Yeah, dude. It, We're not, go not go healing to go to right Vegas now. And
1: relax or something. I, you know, I, I have no idea. Just take, just relax. take
0: spot a together. Yeah, like just go. Yeah, just go to the spot. Get some and chemistry. Game day, right? It, 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 it's playoff rotation day. Uh, all eight, all the the top five guys in the playoff rotation uh, should not be playing any basketball. No, the remainder of the season.
1: They should not. I I 100% agree with that. Uh, Our next game is on Friday, (coughs) excuse me, on Friday night against the uh, Charlotte Hornets. I will be there. It's my first time, as I said the other uh, day, seeing LaMelo Ball in person. I'm really, really stoked for that. I was really hoping for the Ball Brother matchup uh, in person. Uh, We'll not get that, unfortunately. But, hey, I get to see LaMelo, Miles Bridges, and company. Come in and hopefully beat the shit so out of man. Don't
0: sit everybody for the for the Charlotte game. No, I'm
1: fine just, with sitting everybody.
0: I don't care. You good? You're good. Yeah. You're gonna take one for the team. Yeah, I'll take one for the team. That's okay. fine. Okay. No. Just, yeah. just extra beers.
1: Yeah the the beers will uh, the beers will ease my. Pain. The beer is always fine, thus. Yeah. Is, uh, not yeah. The beer will be good, uh, and I get to watch you know Lamelo ball out a little bit. So that that's what I'm hoping for um, on Friday. Just sit everybody, man. You know, just let them rest up, like we said. Rest up, get into the fucking playoffs. You get a little break with that little play in thing that goes on, too. Take some time, get into the postseason, and
0: sit with the little play in thing. I love how we get to sit on our high horse and talk down on the play in, like, yeah, yeah.
1: we, yeah. yeah, we might have sucked the last fucking two months of the season, but at least we're not in the play in, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, you no know, as we're told, right? I And, you know, are the Knicks in the play in? I don't think they are. Oh, it's
0: in isn't it? That's real Did, bad. They're not even in a little play. No, they're not even in a little play. See the video of Kevin Durant leaving, seeing the little Knicks fans, giving them knocks, and telling them like, hey,
1: no, take that no, jersey, no, jersey no. off, man. <laughs> take yeah, that jersey off. Take that jerseys off. Yeah, I I love I, a lot of people hate KD. I KD cracks me up, man. He just he is a salty fucking guy, but he's funny as hell. But,
0: yeah, I always thought the Twitter stuff with him was kind of funny personally. Like Yeah. yeah I mean he, he got just, caught on a burner and right. now he owns it and now he just Talks it on Twitter all the time, like
1: yeah, even in person. You know, dribbling the ball. Come on, Katie, get it going. Shut the fuck up and sit down. Like, it's like,
0: dude, there's
1: kids everywhere. He's man. He's, he's
0: he's very much anti-LeBron. He, yeah. like, he's not trying to kiss ass. He just doesn't says whatever the hell he wants, and he's all right.
1: With Gotta respect it. Gotta respect it. Uh, I had to throw that shot at Knicks fans real quick because
0: even I though we had a horrible, I'm we didn't throw any shots at the Lakers. Like, look at the roster that they put together to not we even don't, make the little play-in in the West where, where the records are much worse. The Pelicans are going to be in the play-in. The Lakers, who have Anthony Davis now, are not. And Zion didn't even fucking play this year. Like, I like what?
1: I, I talked to... Birkeland called me today on his way home from work. And we were having a conversation. And he just goes, I have to say one thing. And I was like, what's that? And he goes, I don't want to hear that shit anymore. He goes, MJ better than LeBron, don't want to hear it. And then we just started talking about the whole uh, Lakers team, and I was like, you know, did LeBron think it was a good idea for real for Russell Westbrook? I mean, for real? And that not because Russell's not a good player. He's a great player, but their games, they clash. LeBron
0: James was thinking the exact same thing that Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan were thinking. Great basketball players with a common goal in mind. We can make it happen. Didn't work out that way for LA. It worked out for the bulls in the first half of the season. And if they were whole, we can live in the fairytale land where it's still working. And we've won 50 plus games and we're not scared of getting swept by any of these teams in the top, you know, four um, and, and things are great right now. Um, but you know, I mean, the Lakers, they'd never had that. They just they flopped. They folded. Right. Yeah, they, they ate each other alive from inside out. Rondo's way gone. Um, Anthony Davis is on the trade block apparently, according to to Brian Windhorst. And usually, I don't believe Windy, but when it when it's something I want to hear, then then I believe
1: it. No, when so, it comes well, to LeBron stuff too, Windy is usually on. So this has to do with LeBron. true. If he's on the block, it's probably because LeBron said so. So right. You know that, and that was another thing I've seen a lot. And we'll break that down in future episodes. But it's so funny. A lot of Bulls fans like bring AD home.
0: Is no hell no. He can't fucking
1: play. Why do we want to bring the other guy? If you could send
0: like Vooch and Pat and a first for Anthony fucking Davis, you're telling me you wouldn't do that? Okay, hang on. Give me, give me that again. Who was it? Vooch, Pat, and a first, and a first
1: vooch pat and a first now let me look at ad's contract just real quick here he is Pretty signed through 2024 2025 and he's gonna get played 43 million fuck no would not do it i'm 100 being honest with you i won't do it he doesn't play he does not play he 36 fucking games uh in 20 oh well that well no still I watched that man
0: win the Lakers a championship in the bubble. I'm not going to let anybody tell me it was LeBron. And as big of an asterisk as I put next to that fucking championship, Anthony Davis is a player that if you're telling me I could trade what I've seen of Patrick Williams so far with Vucevic's decline in 30% shooting ass and a couple of firsts.
1: I'm not giving to the first.
0: Lakers start a rebuild and then they pay off for us and LeBron goes and finds Bronny's team in the next year after he, he hangs out for the rebuild in L.A. and does some fucking movies, I, I'd be with it.
1: I'm not giving you – I'm not giving them any firsts. If they, they could take the declining contract of Vucevic and be happy with that.
0: I mean, tr- I didn't even think about the fact that our our own first that we get to keep and have this year got a lot better by the fact that we're not the <laughs> one seed being, being the sixth seed. That's a little bit prettier. Maybe that's the, the play here. <laughs>
1: uh, again, I'm, I'm just being honest. Like, I'm not I, – I, Anthony Davis has played 40 games this year. He played 36 last year. He played 62. Well, that was in the pandemic season. 56 the fucking season before that. He had two seasons that in a row
0: where he – set out and forced himself out of there, though. So that one doesn't count either. He's
1: a I, – I, I, I get it.
0: I, get I don't it. need
1: another injury-prone player.
0: I agree with you, but what else are you going to do? Like if it, I don't have you're to give a you Rudy Gobert, Anthony Davis, bring home the Chicago kid again. That's something that get the UC rocking. You know how much we love our homerisms when it comes to our Chicago kids, even when they're fucking Packers fans. Um, oh, I forgot that about him. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you really don't want him. No, no, I really no, don't. No, now no, you can really just stay there and rot. Yep. LeBron. No, stay <laughs> with LeBron. <laughs> you, you got
1: your fucking Mickey Mouse championship. Good job. Good for you. You stay there, you Packer fan son you're of a bitch. you sold,
0: your sold for a Mickey Mouse ring. Oh, my God.
1: Oh. <laughs> I, I, I just, I'm telling you, dude, like, I loved Anthony Davis. I did. I still do. I think he's a good player. I would love to have him on the bull, but I wouldn't do it because he doesn't play. And if he was a focal point of the team and he's not on the fucking court, <laughs> I, I can't handle having another guy that doesn't play. I can't. And then he gets paid a fucking ton of money. And then he, my and money, you know, the I don't care, but it takes in. up
0: the cash. I, I looked at the top 10 clients that Rich Paul has. You want to know who they are? Who? <laughs> it's John Wall making the most money at 44 million. He, then have like five games since he signed that match he, contract. He <laughs> didn't have LeBron, which kudos, you know, yeah. obviously great LeBron. Yeah. Um, Anthony Davis. Um, Draymond Green. Um, There's one or two other pretty hefty names in there. And then it's Zach and Lonzo to round out Rich Paul's top 10 or Zach and Lonzo. And Zach's about to move up that list again. Those names on that list are not generally very good. They're injury prone, scary contracts. And I'm not saying that's what Zach's going to be, but it's kind of scary to see him associated with that list and see what's happening at this part of the season because he's not hurt enough visually in an MRI or physically not to play. He's just hurt enough to where he's not a hundred percent and he can't quite have surgery because the season's not over. And he's still got like, this is a very weird like gray area with Zach. And I hope we're not headed towards John wall, Anthony Davis. It's like fucking
1: Madden cover, except it's a, an agent. Oh God. I don't know. We're, I'm getting upset getting upset here. I, I don't know what we're going to do. But hopefully, like I said, hopefully we can all figure it out and we can uh, at least you know, have a competitive hopefully we first Hopefully
0: everybody so we can have a break, too. So we can just blame it on the fact that we're resting.
1: Yeah, that, that's what I, I, will, I will totally play that narrative. It's a break,
0: and then we can get all hyped.
1: Yes. That's uh, yeah. what we need to happen. I, I agree. You got anything else, my man? No. No? <laughs>
0: no, I've had too much to say.
1: <laughs> I Oh, God, I felt like we said a lot, but not enough. Everybody, be sure you're going on TapsportsNet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bullscripted scripted me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you're close to the podcast, you're close to us. Five-star rating and review because that's cool and tough. I don't know if we'll record Friday because I will be at the game, but Sunday against the Minnesota Timberwolves, that's the last game of the regular season for the Chicago Bulls. Goose and I will be on for that for sure we'll do a little season recap uh during you know well after the game whether we win or lose we're just going to do a season recap show there talk about the playoffs and stuff like that so be sure to tune into that on Sunday night we'll see y'all then until then let's go bulls